Hey, hey, welcome to the Badgesting Podcast. It's Vanessa and Paris here for Mansplains It All episode. Hey, Paris. What's up? Um, you know, I was, I was just mentioning to Paris that, you know, I know he's a little bit quieter today because when men get sick, they do that. Oh, oh, I need a, I need a blanket. I need a blanket look. So that's the way Paris... <clears throat> That's the way Paris looks to me right now. It's the only way we can uh, show our emotions. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to the Badgesting Podcast again. Um, there are just a few ways that you can contribute to the podcast. We're starting to do this all at the beginning now because yeah. we got to remind y'all to rate the podcast. We got to remind y'all to contribute to the podcast. So wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure that you rate it. Give out your opinions. We want to know what you think about the podcast and let other people know about the podcast. Tag a friend. Tag a friend. That's another free way to contribute to the podcast. Uh, You know, listen to it. Write about it. Tag us. Yeah. Participate in the upcoming Black Friday sale coming up this month on your Vagesty merch. Oh, 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 I know. I know. I know. I know. I got to. You gotta announce it early. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta make it a surprise for the people. Um, yeah, you can use hashtag Podden while listening to the um, podcast, and you can use hashtag Vagistine so I know that you are listening, and so other people know that you're listening, so they can engage in the conversation with you as well. There are some monetary ways that you can contribute to the podcast as well. We need coins to keep the lights on for this podcast. So that means the website does not, you know, to have a vagisteam.com, you know, not vagisteam that on your mama's couch.com, you know, that little that block spot. That, that, yeah. <laughs> that that's a little is bit. Of, even a pla- I feel like that is actually a place I just tried It's a little out, bit of like, money. It's a little bit of money right there. So that needs to, you know, keep going. We have events and Speaking of events, I have an event this month on November 24th in New York City, collaborating with Miss Miss Vixen Magazine. So super excited. We're going to be talking about affirming our sex lives. We're going to be talking about building your vagisteam in a world that teaches you to hate yourself. And that's a donation base. And in order to do that, that comes from supporters like you, folks who are, you know, giving coin because this is a independent podcast this is a podcast where i edit where i record and where i post up i do i do all the the legwork behind um the podcast and so in order to do that um and to have the platform for it we need coins so all of your dollars and cents uh they help and, and send a little extra to vanessa so she don't have to stay at the marcy project <laughs> when she go to new york <laughs> She get, the, she get the Airbnb dupe like that one lady who she got an Airbnb I, and she, in New York and she found out it was like the project. Listen, was first like, of all, okay, whoever but, did that, power to you. No, but first of all, I don't even okay. One, I don't really see a huge problem with that. Seeing that, like it, you can't be on Airbnb like that without getting reviews. So that means other people stayed there. And was like, oh, this is nice. Or no okay. one stayed there and they saw that seventy nine and was just like. I thought the article that I read said so it had like 4.2 average stars. Yeah. His family and them. Uh, the oh, point two is probably from shit. everybody who was just like, don't stay. Oh, uh, no. I really, I was like, oh my God, I want to see what this listing is for. Because when they said like the woman saw a road trap, I was like, 
What's in the bathroom, Strapper? Yeah. First of all, as soon as you see like the high rise, <laughs> if you see there's more than five stories without a, without a door guy, nah. I'm not mad. Ain't, listen, ain't it. listen. I when it comes to when it comes to like staying in the place, I need you to have. I need to be clean. Like I don't know. I don't care where it is. I needed to have like a clean bathroom because I don't mess around with nobody's dirty ass bathtub. Mm-hmm. I need to have a clean toilet. And I need to at least have, like, a clean bed. I don't need it to be, like, Ritz-Carlton, but it just needs to at least be clean. That's the way I travel. Like, I'm I'm cool with wherever you put me. You can put me in the bunk bed. As long as that shit is clean, we good to go. I don't, I don't really care I mean, what I I'll say. stay at a three-star. I'll stay there. <laughs> <laughs> but three, three and a half and What? Up, for sure. Listen, I'm a best Western Fairfield. No, no, some of the Fairfields be lit, though. <laughs> You gotta get the ones with the really nice I ratings. I like where we... Listen, if you a hotel and you got some um, hard-boiled eggs in the morning, I'm staying there. Yeah. We good. I am... Hard-boiled eggs been hard-boiled for like a week. <laughs> I am so good. You got that store-bought biscuit that you could just that you just popped in the microwave? We good, baby! We good! Trash, uh, orange juice. Breakfast is not even like my most favorite meal of the day. So like, as long as I have some... If I got a piece of toast... Let me let me cut up that hard boiled egg. I never egg. eat the eggs. I, I I have to have real egg. I can't have powdered egg. See, that's the thing. I yeah no, I can't do egg product. As soon as I see that, I'm just like egg product is disgusting. But like the hard boiled the hard boiled eggs, you know, those are real ass eggs. That's why I eat those. But then they they, they trip you out because they have like an omelet making machine. You're like, we realize that's way more expensive if you guys just <laughs> got some real eggs and just scrambled them. People up just... like their egg product, and the shit about egg product, like I've never the same. I've never been the same about egg products since like high school because I used to work at assisted living and they would like pour the mm-hmm. egg product in and then they would like smash it with a spoon to like give it the scramble look. Ugh! Disgusting! That and, uh, everybody in the world waits in line for an hour for those horrible ass Belgian waffles when it's like... <laughs> Are you no. guys really waiting for an hour from no, trash no. as well? No, the best is when like you have the pour machine, everybody yeah. get that little ass cup, and they just stand and with the little ass cup. You got the one person making it for like five people, like hold on, you be like, <laughs> I think I. But last you always time got we... someone that stays spilling it, or like it didn't cook on one side, so then it's hard to like get it out yep. of the thing. Last yeah, time no. we went to one of those type of places, everybody got down in the morning and was eating breakfast. They were like, Paris, you're not going to eat. I will not. No. I was like, yeah, they have powdered eggs. They don't have bacon. I don't like those sauces. I don't need a big gourmet experience. As long as you got a cinnamon roll popping, a little cin- a mini cinnamon roll, you got a little piece of toast from me and a hard-boiled egg, good to go until where it matters, lunchtime and dinner time. Yeah, I go deep time. south for one of those, real, the, like a three and a half that gives you like the, <laughs> three and a half that gives you like the continental breakfast. We'll give you like the sausage and gravy. You'll be like, oh, y'all spend a little money. Nah. And they keep the biscuits in like the little thing where like they. Yeah, but those are like, those are the biscuits I'm talking about where they like buy them from the store and they just like. No, but other people. No, the the other ones, they just throw it in. They just throw it in the container and it's just sitting there and you're like, I can't warm this up. No, I'm like, (laughs) I gotta eat it like this. I gotta eat the chokey. Yo. All right. You give me a little mixed fruit platter, this boy. Butter listen, with this with this stale ass yeah, biscuit, listen, I'm supposed to make this work. Listen, right. you give me a little watermelon with a grape juice. next to it with a pineapple. This I'm gonna, good. This I am juice. so good. But anyway, we um totally took this off, off the yeah. rails. 
<laughs> but yes, um, me, Miss Vixen, super duper duper excited. If you are in New York, if you um, know somebody in New York, please share the flyer. It's on both uh, me and Miss Vixen magazine's Instagram pages and my Instagram page, which you can follow at Vagisteam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm mostly on Instagram, so if you're trying to either fight with me or you're trying to see what I'm doing, mostly that's all happening on Instagram. Go to, um, it's right before Thanksgiving, so if you're out for college. Yes. Yes. If you're out for college, it's at, take a road trip up to New York. It's so good. It's going to be It's gonna be a great time. We got prizes. It's in Brooklyn or? Um, it's at Cafe Con Libros, which is. That's some Brooklyn shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> It, it it's okay okay fine why you gotta say it like that what made you no, think I just you could just tell you could just okay all right um i cafe so, con libros cafe con libros on november 24th from 6 to 8 p.m me and miss vixen are collaborating so please 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 come on out it's gonna be a great time donation only tickets and we're on and we're able to do events like this because of supporters like you you like the npr plug <laughs> um so the way that you can contribute monetarily and you could still you still have time to get your tickets but you need a ticket to get in the door this is not the kind of event where you just want to roll up at 6 45 and think that we were waiting for you not happening we got a good two hours we're trying to answer people's questions we're also you know letting this be free form as well so come to the space ask questions and it's going to be a safe space um it's going to be a safe space for all so you can contribute on the website at vagisteam.com you know what some of y'all are getting hip to it so you can send me money over venmo at (laughs) at vanessa g-e-f-f or cash app at Dollar sign Fagisteam. So these are all the different ways that you can contribute to keep this um, podcast going. And please, please, please look out for new events by the end of the year and into the next year as well. And if you work at a college, go to a college, have a women's group, want somebody to come over and talk about sex, whatever your group is, I'm here for that as well. And you can book me on my website at Vagisteam.com. Get on my calendar so we can chat about having me come to speak with your group and do some fun activities. So we're getting into it now. I think I did my intro. You did your intro. I, I think I'm getting good. I think I'm getting better at this. And oh, never mind. I need to I need to I said this is the Vagistine podcast. I need to reframe this as the podcast where everybody just comes and listens to whatever goddamn Paris has to say and compliment him on it in the comment section. Y'all get on my nerves. Yeah, y'all should stop. Y'all Parisian? Is it it. the Parisians? The Parisians. The Parisians are out here in full force talking about some, oh my God, yes, Paris, because I definitely agree with you on that point, because Paris just be bringing it. Because I be speaking to the inner hoe. As a hoe myself, I speak to inner hoe. Anyway, anyway, our first story of the day. First of all. Speaking of inner hoe. What's up? The first story. You shut up. So okay. That's why first Bobby all, was mad. I need to start. I need to start. <laughs> I need to start from. I need to start from the personal, and then we're gonna get into the story. The personal is, I just found out that the person that I have committed my life to, the love of my life, my spouse, did not know 
that Whitney had a girlfriend. I can see that. How? Behind the music VH1. For uh, the people who are... I never watched the Whitney Houston one. First of all, for the people who are real 90s babies, like late... We're talking about the 87s and up. The 87s... Yeah. Now, I'm going to keep it to the 80s. So... Was it 80? I'm going to keep it to the 84s to 87s, 89s. We had programming on VH1. VH1 was bringing you behind the music. VH1 was giving you I Love the 90s. VH1 was giving you music videos and shows. Biopics. (laughs) Michael Jackson movies. Back to back to back on a Sunday. And they did have the Michael Jackson You movie. damn right. And the MC Hammer story. And they had all Michael Jackson movies. They had the one, the real good one. Yeah, and the then one, they had the, the Flex. The, the one the one with Flex Washington. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> Where they like Flex, painted yeah, his that, skin. That, and everyone Flex one gave you room for everybody and everything. So to my surprise, my I don't even know what to call him now. I'm really having a hard time the person i share a mortgage with yes um because i've been really contemplating what's been going on in our relationship he was like oh my gosh i didn't know whitney houston was a lesbian (laughs) (laughs) and i said first of all i was on big mouth too (laughs) and i was like yeah right but he the way he came at me he was like giving me that hot shit news for the day he was like man let me tell you what I saw on Twitter and I was like right duh behind the music VH1 he's just like "Mm, duh Sissy Houston Sissy Houston her mother always hated that shit they couldn't express their love and he was like when did this when did this happen I was like this woman has been in every single one of Whitney Houston's pictures so Lindsay Yo, my significant I'm other. heartbroken, yo. Can I actually well, move here? Other, she, no, can uh, I actually send him here? Because <laughs> I don't need to be going anywhere. I'm really contemplating what's going on in life right now. I found that out about it like three years ago, maybe. Lindsay told me. If it wasn't for Lindsay, I wouldn't have known either. I, it would have been like shocking news because I just, I don't know. I don't care about celebrity gossip like that. I, like, I didn't know Kim Kardashian had like four children. I still thought she had like two. <laughs> and like okay. they were like naming them. And I was like, wait, so there's like, a who? There's day a what? to day like shade room celebrity gossip. Not so much, but I freaking love like a biography, a biopic. Just because I feel like when you look at other people's lives and you you just like learn lessons. And the thing that like I love learning about like the Michael Jackson story, because I really genuinely feel like when you don't like looking at the Michael Jackson story, when you don't face your demons or like get the healing that you need, that shit literally follows you. So I just love like learning about other people's lives. What about Bobby Brown? Yeah, no. Did you hear about the Bobby? Did you know that Bobby Brown and Janet Jackson were dating? (laughs) No, I did not. You didn't know? No, I did not. And Janet couldn't date Bobby Brown because he was Bobby Brown. I had no and idea. so he was like, you're going to tell the world. And she said no. So he got mad and kicked Janet Jackson out of the room with no clothes on. And then was like, you know what? When did this Why happen? Am I was, being it, mean? was this in the BET Bobby no, Brown movie? Book. And, okay, now oh, I oh, stop. And, I, I draw the line there. I draw the line there. Then he felt bad. So my man did what any respectable man would do. Take the blanket and throw it out in the hallway. 
And she was knocking on the door trying to get back in. And I only believe that because I hear some wild stories about Janet Jackson when it comes to men. I can't blame her. She grew up in a very weird, weird, Yo, weird like family dynamic. But who was reading the Bobby Brown book? Though? Exactly. Okay. But I'm saying that's public information that was out there, and you didn't even know about it. Yeah, because I'm not reading the Bobby Brown book. Give me a good movie with some actors. Give me a bad movie with some actors. I need to know. Oh, it was in the movie too. Nah, it was in his movie. Yeah, but it's Bobby Brown, so I definitely you didn't watch attention. it. Not with BET's 20 million ass commercials that they were trying to give you. They played it for like five days straight. Yo, that shit was just... <laughs> it's like the movie started at 5 p.m. and didn't end until midnight because of all the commercials. No. And I'm not even that invested in Bobby Brown. Back to Whitney. Anyway, so according to the Washington Post, I got to put on my journalism. Oh, she went to WAPO? You damn right. One of Whitney Houston's closest associates has finally broken her silence. Robin Crawford, who befriended Houston long before she became a superstar, was Houston's best friend, roommate, maid of honor, and professional gatekeeper. Now, I have to... I Okay. Yo, the, the maid of honor part is wow. So the maid of honor, but I have to pause right there. Sorry, y'all. I'm going to put my journalism voice back on. Um, Here's the thing. This is how you know Whitney and Robin... They're aunties because only aunties will be like, this is my best friend for 20 years coming to the family BBQ without saying what exactly is going on. Yeah, both got regulars. That was the only thing. She... Whitney never had a regular. If she'd had a regular, it'd be like... Y'all just... Roommate, though? Roommate. She lived with her. Anyway. And they all had to be quiet because they were living off our money. All right. But... Back to my journalism voice, mm-hmm. WashingtonPost.com. But for many years, rumors dogged the two about the nature of their relationship. Once that Houston tried to tamp down in interviews throughout her career. In a song for you, My Life with Whitney Houston, a new book out Tuesday, Crawford finally provides her version of the events about her life with the singer. Much of the book paints a portrait of a supremely talented artist who, as she became more and more successful, found herself in the center of an increasingly destructive maelstorm. Maelstrom. Maelstrom. <laughs> of competing. It's a maelstorm yeah. of competing personalities and interests. The book follows Whitney, the 2018 documentary about the late singer that delves into her childhood, drug habits, troubled marriage, and family relationships. Crawford did not sit, sit for an interview for the documentary, which was san- sanctioned by Houston's estate. I'm going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Basically, Robin kept everything a secret. She stayed out of the spotlight. She really prayed on this. And, and then she, somebody came with a book deal and she said, I don't oh, think I got so you. because Whitney Houston died. Now, see, here's the thing. Whitney Houston died so long ago right now that for me, one, the money I mean, ran I out. always believe this, number one. Number two, if she was an opportunist, it would have been like, oh, everybody's talking about Whitney. Like, what's his face? Um, when she died, uh, Pusha T took the picture. Or is that when she died? Or is that when he just put out that the album? Wild. Yeah, when he put out the album. What, um, he took the picture of her 
like the picture that they took of the crime yeah. scene when she when, when she, she died. died. But yeah, I think that she, according to the different interviews, she was saying that you know basically they you know had nicknames for each other. They became fast friends. They shared a kiss. They were they had a physical relationship, and it wasn't until Whitney started really blowing up that her family was against it. And there's no and she did not want to bring that kind of heat because no one knew how anyone would accept a lesbian on top of the world singer and her lover. And so the thing that I also love about Robin is that she doesn't say like Whitney was my lover. She just said we just were. Woo! Love, love right there, man. Just, I love how you just buying it. That's true you love right there. BS right now. This is true love. Years after they the never talked out, about the, labels. The like lesbian or gay. We just lived our so lives she, and wait, I hope it would so, go that way forever. Ho ho ho. That is so funny that when it's two lesbians, it's so lovely. But if that was if you take lesbian and put man in there, the man is toxic. Because he's gaslighting. What are you talking about? The entire time. What are you You talking about? You're just sitting on the side when you out here marrying men. It don't matter. Your love is your love. If this was, if this was a guy, this was a different time, man. If this was a guy, this could never be a guy. This this could never, this could never be a guy because the situation's not even right. It's not even the same. In 2005, it wasn't right. This is not 2006. This didn't happen in 2005. What are you talking about? We're talking about. I'm talking earlier. Okay, I will give you that in the '80s. Yeah, because we're talking about when she blew it, when she got her like record record deal. That's when she came Uh, to Robin, handed her a Bible and was like, we can't do this no more. So clearly she was having the influence of everyone around her, which I do believe just like everyone else is saying on the Internet, because she couldn't be allowed to be herself and she had to box herself in. The drugs. She pacified herself in so many different ways. Okay, but. My thing is, why do you have to come out with that story now? Why does it have to be in a book? Because she felt like it was the time to do it. Why? She prayed to Whitney. Whitney finally gave her the go around. Whitney didn't give her the go around. That check gave her a go around. What check? The check she got for publishing this, this, this book. Everyone deserves money for their labor. If, uh-huh. I, if something happened to me tomorrow, you ain't going to be like, man... I'm not going to sell the side of the couch that Vanessa used to sit on when we recorded. Nope. Until nah. I was broke. <laughs> Just like her. It could be two truths. She can write about her but love. But this is not about them being broke. But I also think there's ulterior motive. No, 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 no. I'm not just wrong. Hold on. This. No, I think you're. No, I actually think you're dead ass wrong on this one no. because Homegirl was never in the picture, so her estate wouldn't have never gone to her. Especially if the estate is being controlled by like. Whitney's Sissy. actual family and yeah. her mother, so there's no way they're gonna be like, you know what? Robin's been hanging around for like 35 years. Mm-hmm. Like, let's cut her a check. Homegirl's probably been working independently, been doing the everyday, every person's job. So why could she just gone on Wendy Williams like she did without the book? That's what I'm saying. No one's interested in reading her book except for the fact that it's a chapter or two or three or four or the entire book about her affair with Whitney. What's wrong with that? Because no one cares about you outside of that. So you're selling you're selling your story. I've been cared about I've been cared about it because there was an interview with Oprah where Sissy said Sissy for those who don't know Sissy is Whitney Houston's mother Sissy said Oprah asked her directly like hey What's up with Whitney being gay? And Sissy was like, oh, I would never been going for that. That is dead ass wrong. 
I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't going for that. So every mm-hmm. single step of the way, this woman has been keeping the story under wraps. They haven't said anything. She's been going on and on her whole life without being acknowledged by the person that she loved. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the charger got hot. And boom, now she feels like this is the time to tell her story. Tell Okay. When 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 is a good time for you to ever say anything? She because say if she said it, because if she said it right after, the book is just nasty. If she said, you're, you're, if she did it right after she teeth. died, then it would have been. Oh, of course she's trying to make money off of this. If it happened after Bobby Christina died, then it would have been like, oh, here we go again with the opportunists. When are we not an opportunist? She has a story to tell, and people should be paid for their stories. Mm, not in the book. Okay, so then Michelle Obama shouldn't have a book. Barack shouldn't have a book. They like have every- something I want to hear about outside of their love. They had interesting lives. You mean to tell me the only thing you're going to be writing about in this whole book is about Whitney Houston? It's a Whitney Houston that biography. Is very fascinating to me. No, it's not. And I'm sure it's very fascinating to the listeners that we have out there. So, listeners, let's just ignore. So wait, she can be fascinating, but this is a corny move. That's it's 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 super. I don't know. It's it's gross. Okay, first of all, <laughs> if we're talking about what's gross, the documentary Whitney was sanctioned by the late singer's estate. So our whole family. Basically, the beneficiaries are her mother mm-hmm. and her brothers. Mm-hmm. So they wasn't trying to make money after the quote-unquote money ran out in order for them to do a documentary last year? Yeah, but I don't ever hear them going out like, oh, we're doing this for the love. We're doing this for the love. I just want my, want my truth to be out. Your truth could have been out for free. Your truth could have been out for free. That's all I'm saying. I just think it's so. It's kinda, not I, wrong I, for Whitney's Whitney Houston's mother. They're in charge of her estate to make money. In charge of her estate off of a documentary about her daughter's life. In charge of her estate. Wait, I don't understand. It, my thing is, if you feel that strongly about it, you've had every chance to speak out about it. You had every chance for someone to ask you a question. You kept deflecting, 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 and now conveniently a book deal is here. And now it's like, oh, I want to go on Wendy Williams and talk about it. I'll go on Today Show and talk about it. You got to promote. You think if I don't drop the Vagisteam millennial tour, <laughs> 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 I'm not going to be hitting up every single damn station, YouTube video, online show, Good Morning America that I could find. But also yes. the estate also does things to uplift and keep hold of her legacy and what and i'm not saying that her being a lesbian is a knock on her on her legacy but this doesn't and do, this could be a legacy this, this as well do to this legacy. is visibility this is just messy like just how is that messy because if it's your love is your love just keep that shit to the side why you have to go out and write a book and be like oh look at me like it was it was love and i was so in love with her and this that, and the other and i and now finally after all these I years to, i can like speak up now i have to thank just, you for this check and i'm gonna go on every show and talk about it when i never want to i'm talk gonna about have to disagree now. to disagree dog like i don't understand like people this is what people do people make money from their stories and their truths and i don't see why this needs to be any different if homegirl wants to write a book about her and Whitney's truth that was never, ever, ever acknowledged and talked about, we can't be talking about Whitney Houston's life and you want to be creating documentaries 
without actually talking about her real ass life and the secret love that you had or the feelings of being a feeling like you couldn't completely be out is that matters in her life. Eh, just like being like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with any of that I just think the book thing is just it's messy well so what you want to do get paid for an interview just if it's your, if his love is love you don't have to put a price on it you are so lame it's not lame if his love is love when okay that's good when Vanessa goes on the Vagisim millennial tour I hope you are right by my side for the love uh-huh. of the game Paris that's right don't you be asking me for no jelly roll donuts don't you be asking for oh, no, no, no fried that's chicken right. in your trailer that's but this is the don't thing. be asking oh, for a separate trailer this is the thing. don't wait, be asking wait, for wait, a change on, of on. clothes hold up how messy would this be we're having a secret relationship <laughs> you die and then 10 years later I'm like I'm gonna write a book to be like, man, this is our love. It's like, what? Because your love has it's to, the truth. Like, sit down somewhere. It's the truth. Like, I'm not mad about this. I'm very happy that the story is coming out. I I think this provides a lot of visibility to Four. to folks who feel like they cannot fully be themselves and folks who feel like they've. Can you imagine? I don't know about Robin's whole life. That's why we gotta read the book. But can you imagine what if Robin was what if Robin was in the closet? What if Robin was in the closet this whole entire time? Because even like the V not the VH one, the lifetime one, they kinda had her like out there, like, but I love you, Whitney. Yeah. And it was like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And what did Whitney do? Got, kept downplaying it because Whitney had they were the original Whitney had single. a couple of like, things going like, against her. Wild. Whitney had religion. Whitney had capitalism. He had stupid ass Bobby on her back. Like, can you? Why Bobby gotta be stupid? Have you seen Whitney and Bobby's reality television show? And you know who got? You know who did drugs first? You know why Whitney probably did drugs? Because Whitney couldn't fully be herself. Oh, that's being that, your that's whole sad. entire self. That's not very leaving sad. your lover, the lover that you have to keep secret at home, will force you to do some things you don't want to do. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not writing no book. Uh, well, let me tell you something, nigga. When you come on the tour, don't be bringing no change of outfits. That's different, though. I don't want to hear anything. We's partners. <laughs> Now we're partners. Hold on. <laughs> Gonna do. So I'm saying, Whitney, we hear you, sis. Visibility. This is why Robin's doing it. This is that's how I'm ending my point right here. Visibility. It is important to be able to bring your full self to wherever you are, mm-hmm. and seeing your love being free I am all is about so that. important. It's just the book thing. It's just I don't know. Don't you ask for a dime on this That's tour. That's different, though. Bro, no, it's not and different. Batman and Robin. They were Whitney and Robin. They don't even sound right. Anyway, next up on our she list. side chick. Side chicks don't get the right, like, books. That's, no. No. Superhead never. When she no. wrote a book, we all looked at her funny. It was salacious. Even though she's nowhere near a superhead. Because... But she was a side chick. Superhead was, was not coupled chick. with anyone. Yes, Robin she was. was Robin was the main and was pushed out of the way. To the what? Pushed out of the to way. To the so that Whitney side. She was yeah, was pushed. Side. She was pushed away 
so that she Whitney to so that Whitney could climb in her career mm-hmm. and she supported Whitney through that even when no one knew her name. Cool. Even when she just had to go watch Whitney get married. Can you imagine the heartache? I can't, I don't even, you know what? She's a real one for being the best. <laughs> you don't even understand the pain. But <laughs> you know what, Robin? Wild. You keep going. We are rooting for you, sis. We are rooting for visibility. We are rooting for transparency. I'm rooting for all that, just not the book. That's it. That's where, that's where I divulge. That's why I diverge. So I'm going to move on. Yes. Without you, like Whitney was doing to Robin. Yep. And I'm going to write a book and be like, well, if Robin can do it, so can I. So. My story is a lot less boring because there will be no lickings or anything. Just be like meals. (laughs) And Thai restaurants. (laughs) Tamar Braxton, in other news. Has a public service announcement. Tamar Braxton, for those who don't know, is a R&B performer. Tony's little um, sister. Famous on the Braxtons and known for being Tony Braxton's little sister. And she had a hit or two. I forgot the name of the song. She did. She has a couple successful albums. She can actually really sing. Yes, yeah, she can. Do you like my journalism voice? You anyway. Can, you can actually hear her on... Um... Uh, Why'd You Marry Him? The Tony Braxton song. Really? You can, like, audibly hear, like, oh, there's Tame. Like, now, like, you hear all the sisters. Well, sounds like we got a fan in the house. Well, it's funny, because when you, like, watch, like, the show for, like, two episodes, you're like, okay, this is, okay, I can't watch this. So, star of the Braxtons, um, Tamar Braxton, um, have a little public service announcement. Are you ready? You go ahead. The truth is, ladies, that these dudes are out here really do be gay. It ain't enough money. Wait, can you repeat that? <laughs> the truth that. is, ladies, that these dudes out here really do be gay. They be gay. It ain't enough <laughs> money, beauty, hair, babies in the world to keep them. They want dick. Period. It's nothing wrong with you, but they will find every reason in the world to make you not good enough. If he lays with you for three, comma, four, comma, ten days, and he don't touch you, it's not you. He want a man, and that's on my mama. End quote. Wait, so if I'm laying and I'm just like really tired for four days... But on like the fifth or sixth day I have sex with you. It's like, no! You... You're gay. You're gayish. You... Because <laughs> you only touch me every four days. That's gay. It's like, or oh, I have low T. You... Or... <laughs> you said low T. <laughs> or, like, I don't know. So I'm tired. Uh... I, I want to bring this to the forefront because um, I'm not a man. I thought yeah. that that's the man on the show. Yeah, for sure. What he thought. Uh-huh. Um, Want me to let you know on the secret? Per Tamar, you want dick, and that's on her mama. So, what do you think about that, Paris? Uh, you know, after you get over a certain age, you don't be trying to get out dick like that. You just be tired. I'm sorry. You got a career. You be like, I'm tired. And I thought I was it until I talked to some of my homeboys, and I was like, Oh shit! Once again, it's very, it's very therapeutic when men can talk to each other about shit like this you don't say yeah because then you realize you're not the only person wow yeah i know right 
Cavemen. Can I hold your hand yeah, for a second? It's, it's, it's amazing. Paris, the whole basis of Magisteam, <laughs> the reason why we had these conversations so people could be like, oh shit. Me too. Wow, Paris. Yeah, but it's different with men. Have you listened to the anything. last three years of this show? Men don't talk about anything with each other. Well, we know this. Yeah. We so, know like, this. It was like, you figure out, you'd be like, sometimes I'm, I'm tired. I just don't feel like having sex. Like, it has nothing to do with you. I'm, I am tired. Why? I am, because you want dick? Yeah. I'm just thinking about dick so much that, like, <laughs> my body is literally tired must be but like must be i think that is such a wild like assertion it's such like a little like hood rat assertion like girl if he ain't fucking you for a week he gay you're like what are there any other like circumstantial evidence you have other than the fact that he doesn't want to have sex with you what if you're just mean to him all day and then like you lay down butt neck and be like do it to me he's like ah when you're young, like anything will like get you in the mood. When you're like in your like early to mid twenties, like a girl can like wink at you, and you're like, "I think she want fuck." And then by the time you get up to like your thirty, you're like, "She naked. I know she want, but damn, I just want to go to sleep and wake up early." So then, okay, so today. okay, so let me get this right: Is it the being young part, or have y'all? This got not, trashed. No, or have y'all not tuned into your true feelings and you felt like you had to perform before and then now no, you're I think, more I think in tune for men, with no, yourself? No, I think, no, you're I, like, oh I, damn, I've actually been tired. Like, I let me just go to bed. Are, and this may sound wild to you, but I think men have just as much sexual anxiety or more sexual pressure than women mm-hmm. because we're expected to just get hard on us. Like, when a girl wants to have sex, yeah. you're going to have sex. And if you don't, you're, you're this, mm-hmm. you're that. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You go up to your lady and go, let's have sex. She say, no, you just take that L for the night. You're like, ah, well, all right, whatever. Most men. Some normal. men are a little aggressive. Normal, yeah. normal men. Normal men will just be like, well, damn, I wish, well, let me just go... Help myself in the bathroom. I come. I'll, I'll holler at you later, and it's cool. But for women, it's like you're not gonna have sex with me. What's wrong? Is there something wrong with our relationship? You're like, no, there's not. There's absolutely nothing wrong with our relationship. I just don't. The same way you don't want to have like. Remember, like in '93 when you ain't want to have sex for like a week. Well, it's '94, and now I don't want to have sex for the next three or four days. '94 though. Like, I'm just saying, like you know what I mean. Like, like cut me some slack. It has nothing to do with like cheating because. And once again, it's society, it's it's entertainment, it's media, it's all these things that when a guy isn't having sex with you, he's getting it from somewhere else That's or right. he's doing something else. Because every time you see a movie, when a guy's like, no, nah, baby, not tonight. Oh, no, nah, baby. I'm, to this day, I'm definitely afraid to just come in the house and take a shower off the humble because it's just like, no, but why they- are you coming in the house taking a shower? It's like... We- because I just could wanted to go be, to the shower because I just want to... I'm, I'm dirty right now. But it could be the opposite, though, because it could be the stuff that... I mean, it's not even could be. I know for sure the shit that we grow up with, which is like, if you don't do blah, blah, blah for yes. your man, then he's definitely going to get it somewhere else. So then it could be our anxieties are being brushed off on you because now it's like, okay, well, I'm trying to give you some to keep you in this and relationship. That's, and, that's, and that's super pressure. And you like, don't want to do it to me. So what's going on or do it with me or whatever's people arrangements are here. It's, it's, well, it's, it's like, it's gunshot. Like, it's the same thing. 
Uh, and not to make it like trivial, but like when, like one of the things I used to watch this thing on Showtime. Mm-hmm. It was about uh, I forgot the name of the show. Anyway, it was it was a porn guy. And he was like, not every guy can be a porn star. And I was when I was young, I was like, what? You gonna have sex with a girl? You just walk in and you just have sex. No, nigga, and I never thought about it. It was like cause no, because y'all you ten walk punks in, ain't going like, there. But there's like. 50 people in a room. They're cameras. There's a girl with her ass up in the air and they're like, get hard. You're like, it's not the way it works. It's supposed to be like a little like, no. hey, you feel me? I feel, oh, I can get her. But like when it's like, a girl's like, drop it right now. You're like, no. Like, wait, can we, can you kiss me a little bit? But I I think like, can you shake your hat? Can you do something? Like, I'm, I'm supposed to just I come in with like. I think, I mean, I think you bring up a really really interesting and good point i feel like a lot of y'all bring and it's not even i'm not gonna say that i was gonna say a lot of it bring bring it on yourselves but i'm sure it's i think it's a combination of everything i think it's the men that's all y'all are here for because but it shows you like the thing that we've been talking about these last couple of weeks y'all not being able to be fully present and fully yourselves in sexual situations because of your own or your homeboy or whoever y'all are getting these messages from are are in your mind to perform because yeah granted you were probably 23 and probably tired but you were like i'm gonna just get some ass because i'm supposed to get some ass rather yeah. than being like i don't even really like you like that i don't even think you cute for real and well not only that but then and like, i don't want to have the, sex with you and 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 it's but for it's y'all weird, it's been a numbers the, game the, the, the long yes and the once you get in a relationship, it's you feel comfortable if you're in a and, relationship where you And you feel like you don't have yourself. to have sex sometimes. Yeah, I don't want to have sex. And the woman's like, "Oh, I feel like the fire is gone." It's like, "No, the fire isn't gone. It was just to keep it a buck." When I first met you, I was going to have sex because I don't know if I was going to have sex again with you. <laughs> Sounds crazy, See, but, but like the that's thing. true. Y'all but like, tie every, but then that to the example that you're giving, giving y'all tie everything to sex, and then wonder when we tie things to sex, what the hell is happening? No, no that's not tying everything to sex, but in the sexual moment, yes, I'm going to arise to the occasion because there's like one, it's new, it's different. This is exciting. This is this, this is that, mm-hmm. and then you don't have to spice things up, but like you have to understand, like the same way that you are tired after a long day of work. I can get tired and you can do whatever you want and try to, you know, get me excited. And all, but like, if I'm tired, I'm tired. Like, I just, I don't want to have sex. And when yeah, a guy says that men don't often say that though, which is the problem because, because y'all are when not you say it, you get Lucifer back at you coming from the other angle. I think it's your fault. I think it's your fault, it's though. My, no, everyone shares responsibility. It's not just my fault. I'm, no, you know I'm, not, I'm, saying? Saying, I'm like, not saying not the being tired fault. part. I'm just saying the, this overall landscape of not feel like feeling like you can't speak up. But then again, if this was the... Because That's I really, right. I know where you're I, going. No, I was just about to, I was I about to say, wait, well, what about when... Yeah, exactly. I know where you're going to go, but I also feel that through societal norms and pressures women are doing the same thing. They're not They're not expressing that they're tired or they don't like that position or that actually really hurts and I've just been tolerating it for all this time because I wanted you to be interested or find me interesting or find me sexy and I don't want to hurt your feelings. So I can, I can see yeah. both... I can see both ways of this. I also feel that... 
because y'all just overwhelmingly talk from seventh grade on about all of your sex, 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 conquest, conquest, what I'm doing with my dick, it becomes, that's all we know you for. And honestly, it's really sad. And when I think about it, like, y'all, like, we can't even hold y'all accountable to things because we don't even see y'all as people. We see y'all as just, like, sex objects who just do stuff with their dick and then get away with it. And so I think that until there is a reckoning with, like, y'all can be emotional and y'all can be tired and y'all can not have to, because the thing is y'all clown each other when you're not having sex as young guys. And then when you do become of age, quote, whatever that is, then everything you do talk about, it seems, I don't, I'm not a man yeah. is revolving around. Well, did you smash? Did you have sex with her? Like, what'd you do? It was all about your conquests. And then I think, I think that is a very um, and you I, probably I, I don't even know I'm if y'all gonna, wanted to have all those conquests to be really honest, which I think is I, part of this issue. Like y'all are just might be having sex with no connection. So I think just that, because you feel like you have to. I think that's a stereotypical man. I feel like once you become of age and you really have like your homeboys, um, if you really have like a good set of uh, like homeboys. You're not talking about that really ever. Like, mm-hmm. I have group chats where, like, half the people in there can be single. And we never talk about, like, yo, you went out with that girl last night? Did you fuck? I don't care. <laughs> we don't care anymore. Like, I, like, I don't care. I don't care. think you care anymore. Yeah, but, but like, like, what was it looking like in your in your early 20s? What was it looking like in your late teens? Like, yeah. That's what, yeah that's back what then, saying. when we were all single, yes, it was, it was like... It felt. It feels like all yeah. you guys do is oh, all about conquest. But whether you're interested or not, but let's keep it a buck. Maybe you didn't experience this, but I have somebody upstairs I can talk to right now where her and I, our friends talk the exact same way. Of course, we're talking that so way. So that's too. what I'm saying. We're both talking about conquests, right? But I think it's more so. But see, here's the thing. I feel like we're we're more so the gatekeepers to sex, right? That's the way that society oh, has for made sure. us. So if I'm talking about my conquest, it's because I really wanted to get dick down. It wasn't because like I feel like I need to get my body count up. If anything, for women, that's the opposite of what quote we've been trying to do. Whereas for y'all, you could have a girl that's like you're literally not attracted to. She just has an opening, and y'all are like did that. And so for me, what I'm trying yeah, to do is link but not it for to, body count purposes. But I think <laughs> I I'm just trying to link it to like because y'all were not authentic with yourselves then and saying like you know what actually this amount of people or what I did with whoever is perfectly fine. It it feels like from an outsider looking in, it's like, here are the conquests and then y'all get to this age or where you're settled down phase and you're like, but I really love you. Like, nobody wants to hear that because we've just been dealing with all of your conquest talk and all of your not being genuine and you waking me up in the middle of the night and all of this stuff to have sex rather than being like, oh, you could turn around too and just like, we could just do this a different time or you could communicate or you can mm-hmm. not have sex or whatever. And I think that turns into pressure, like you're saying, the social anxiety later on because you've been seen as trying to just like get your rocks off and when you're not, then it does offend your partner because it's like, but wait, you were all up on me. You were all up in my face. And what's going on now? So it does become a very 
sexual tie like yeah our interactions do become very tied to sexual interactions because yeah but i yeah i agree but there are a lot of i think that is just the way of the young um and once again i think my experiences are way different just because just the life i lived it was never about like body counts like no like and I know there are, like, some, like, corny-ass <laughs> dudes out here that, like, literally talk like that. And those dudes are the ones that, unfortunately, get a high body count. But, and you're right, they're not being, they're being whatever they have to be that night to get that girl. Yeah. So, like, in a way, I don't really feel sorry for those people. It's like, whatever, man. Like, time catches up with you, and then, like, you have to be real. But those people never get to, I, I feel like it takes them a lot longer to get to that point. Like, a lot longer to what point? To get, get to, to the, the point, point of like being able to like be their genuine yes. selves and to like and say be vulnerable. Anything. Yes, <laughs> because be you're vulnerable. talking about vulnerability and, yeah, right now. To, to, to even talk about it, like with their friends, like there are men who will lie on their dick, and they're like mm. forty. You're like, fam, you don't have to. If you have a really solid group of friends, this shit is. You a- can just be like, yo, this shit's. Land. She was walling. Yeah. She wanted to do X. I was tired. They were like, yo, I'd be tired. You like, for real? Or this, that? You like, you too? Yes. But that, for me, that just further shows that y'all don't even tap into your own human emotion. Yeah, but I think that's because very important for you, for you to find out you when to, you're like 28, 29, but 30. But for you to be like, like, for 40. real, you tired too? Like, why did y'all ever think like it wasn't okay for y'all to be tired? What, that's that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. What is that point? It's society. It's no different than what we talk about the masturbation. Like how my mind was blown when I was like, homegirl is 32 and you never thought to touch your vagina? No. I touched my penis when I was like 10. Like I'm 20, 22 years ahead of you when it comes <laughs> to figuring this shit out. Like what is going on? Like what class were you taking? What Like None. I was an accelerated class. None. <laughs> like... Like, I graduated from Harvard years ago. You just got there. Um, it's just society. But, like... Yeah, we got work to do. But, like, to send it back around to Tamar, like, she apologized and said um, she was in her feelings and it wasn't about her man. She was talking about... She was talking to one of her friends or something. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, but then... But, okay, like, but she did say I was talking to my friends, so it could be, like, a conversation that y'all, y'all are talking about where she was, like, prior homegirl was like, girl... He came home or he's been coming home talking about he tired. Like, I bet he's, you know, and then, but then think about that situation, right? Say that she isn't talking about herself. She's talking about her homegirl. Homegirl's probably like wearing the best lingerie, putting on all the perfumes. Like she said, putting on the hair, nails, and makeup. And this dude is probably coming home being like, that's nice. Um, There has to be a conversation about that too. And that was one of the things. I think I was really good at early on when talking to my wife. Mm. Um, which stuff turns you on? Like, I feel like every woman thinks lingerie turns a man on. And it's just like, hmm. no, hmm. no, I don't. The hell are you buying a $60 piece of like fake silk for? Like, just you can walk around in like a, like a, a, a um, small tank top. <laughs> And that does way more for me than like you walking around with like negligee. And I'm going to call it that because that's what I feel like it is. I'm giving it the old name because it's like, why are you walk? But uh, whatever. Like if you want to do it, that's fine. But I think there has to be a conversation about that too. Like I don't, mm. you don't have to wear that. You can literally just, if you walk around in like some boy shorts and this, I'm 
and you're right is here. everybody has their yeah. own thing like some people are like just show up naked some people are just like butt ass just right. go butt ass and you just got my walk whole into attention. the room right yes. and then you're saying yeah it doesn't have to yeah. be a fancy get but I feel like once again in society That's again legit. where like the the girl thinks oh I'm gonna get my lingerie and I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and the guy's like I'm gonna get the candles I'm gonna play the R&B and the girl comes in like this is creepy as shit I don't like this and why the hell you got R. Kelly on the playlist? Yeah. Like, yeah. And why you got every candle you bought from the dollar store about to burn the house down? Like, I don't need all this. Or like, mm. like the go-to thing. I, this is shit I, we I don't love talk about. every Valentine's Day. We got to address this in a couple mm. months. The hotel with the flowers leading to the bed. With the flowers. It's just romantic, yo. It's just romantic. Oh my God. Like every woman, you know you don't like it. You're just posting it on a gram because you know other people are going to be like, that shit is sweet. But like, honestly, you're probably like, you know what I can't get? I can put my ass in the air. You can just eat these groceries and that'd be just as romantic as this bullshit ass you putting these flowers down and then like kissing my neck and not touching my vagina or my clit. I'd rather you... Eat my ass and call it a day. That's I, way more romantic. Have me walk in a room, bend me over, and eat my ass. That's romantic. I. You see what I'm saying? Like, I see what you're saying. No, I think you make a everyone very... Everyone has to have that conversation. Like, I don't need all that romantic. Like, like yes, these are the things you, that really help yes, me. You can or... take me out. That's fine. We can have a count like dinner. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't need, like, for you to come in, like, I'm going to run a bubble bath for you, baby. And it's like, this shit is so cliche. Like, does she like that? Isn't that wild for you as a woman to come home and you have like the bullshit ass chocolates, the which the, I always hated because them chocolates they so like, nasty. There's only like two good yes, chocolates the ones in with there. The nuts and everything yes. else is trash. Like come on, the like only the one. you gonna give me those bullshit ass chocolates, those dumbass roses, and then when I come in the house, you run a boat, nigga. I don't take baths. When's the last time I took a bath? I take showers. I mean that's and I gotta is- sit here and act like I enjoy it. Just to have sex. We wasted an hour and a half when you could have just... You could have had me done. But I think that... Mm, okay. So part of me feels like... I think about like my parents and shit. Like, who don't do that shit. My mom would probably like... Love. Like, love oh, for my father to yeah, think about... Man, some, <laughs> love for my father to think five minutes about bringing around some that flowers. That is paid. I like that. Like, that, that is kind of romantic. Right, that's the thing. That's like, I think my mom would like love some like... So I think I think I'd say for the older school generation, like, wow, this would be really nice if he even remotely thought about like bringing me a flower because you was definitely at the store ten times a day and didn't like. <laughs> you walk by little Jose with yeah, the flowers saying, like, like does the thing, but you you know I think it falls into like you're saying like what turns you on having a conversation what is my love language because for me personally like man if we go out like and we just have like a banging ass night with like great conversation like I'm already like you You even gotta do anything like if we're like talking all through the night like like yeah but you're right like no one's really having that conversation so like you're right those societal things that we see around what's romantic and what's not is really dictating like what's sexy what's not sexy do do you do men like shaved legs or not shaved legs? Which I find like I feel like all of those things, even as trivial as they are, they all filter into this. Yeah, because eh. I don't know. Like even touche, Paris, giving so, me something to think about. Like 
me and my wife, we had our two-year anniversary, and we were like, oh, we're going to do something here. So we made food. Um, you know, I did some stuff down here to make it, like, nice. And I was like, oh, I should take a picture of it. And I was like, fuck Instagram. <laughs> if it's one thing I know I hate is when a guy does something super romantic, and the first thing he does is pick up his phone. And he's like, it's, it's, it's like... It's pussy almost, points, man. Pussy points. For who? Other women. That's not like... <laughs> you're sitting there like recording the girl walking in. And it's like kind of creepy and kind of romantic. Because she like walks in and then she realizes she's being recorded. So like her first reaction is like, oh, baby, this is nice. And she sees the camera. She's like, ah! And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> we, we're all faking. We're all acting right now. Everything... Is Yo, a, I've never heard is of anything act. more real right now. Doesn't that piss you? Like, I hate watching those videos where, like, the girl pretends like she doesn't, like, no. Like, and why is he, the only time he's nice to you is when he has it on fucking film? Like, this is creepy. This is toxic. Like, why can't y'all just enjoy a romantic evening with y'all two? I feel like that's so much more special than having, like, hold up, hold up. Now, I have pictures on my phone of that. Of us, of course, because that's for your own memories yes, and keepsakes. Yeah, our memories. Yeah, and if someone goes through my phone and sees it, oh, what, oh, that's when we did that. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's nice. But right. like, I literally stopped myself. I was like, wait, why am I, sh- why am I sharing this with? Mm. This is a moment between us to share. Why mm-hmm. am I sharing this with like the rest of the mm-hmm. world? But like, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of that stuff out there is you're doing it like literally you're doing it for the gram like you're doing all this for the Mm. gram you're doing all this romantic stuff and that person doesn't even like it you're doing it so other people can say good job yeah it's true and like like, you could have just like mopped my floors and that would have been like or built the thing that I told you to build like 10 months ago and that would have been like she'd have been just as happy just no you're right and I think said you got R. Kelly on of course and those killing the moon and those bullshit ass like Jesus candles and not Jesus is not bullshit but the ones from the dollar store <laughs> like the ones you like well you couldn't even find real tea lights like you had to go and get like the Jesus candles and light them around the house now look like you praying to like you know, Santa Maria but you know now with those like you can't even light them after yeah. time unless you get the really thin <laughs> you gotta hold it upside like come on like just... I mean you're right about you're right about Tamar I don't think that I I really haven't been liking myself lately for being mad sympathetic to y'all but I get y'all are tired. Yeah. And we know, because I got to be a nerd about it, um, weight and erectile dysfunction and diabetes and smoking, all that shit filters into like arousal, how long the dick's staying up. And so if you really, like, we really need to really dig deeper sometimes instead of taking about it Vince. i just realized that yeah instead of like <laughs> instead of sorry, um, lady guy guy right now i i'm trying to push this career babe i here's a house though that's what i'm saying so it could be <laughs> stress it could be like the anxiety that paris is talking about which there are a lot of studies about it could be about body insecurities the same kind of shit that we be thinking about they be thinking about that shit too, even though y'all never talk about yeah. it, which would be helpful in people being sympathetic to y'all if no, you would when we talk about show it, some ounce of emotion. But sometimes the way that y'all present it should be like a little bitch though. Like you Why can't, can't I say it the same way y'all say it? No. I, I gotta be like, yo, yo. Nah. I be feeling like nah, anxiety nah, nah. sometimes. How do we say it? How do we say it? 
we turn around, we're like, babe, I'm not really feeling too good about my yeah, body. What? Or whatever. Or like, it's oh, an argument. My, my, my That's how y'all win the argument. We sit there, you know, I'm feeling good about my body. He'd be like, shh. All right, all right. Damn. So I you do, won. I'm sorry. But I do feel like y'all can just, I think you make it an event. I'm not, in, again. What are we got to put no explanatory shit on this? Everybody knows we're not talking about all people, but yeah. I do feel like men at times make it an event to show their emotions when we could just make this daily practice when you could just be authentic with yourself nah, and authentic with me. Men can't show their emotions daily. I'm not saying, but okay, first of all, like what y'all showing all these emotions for daily? No. Exactly. See. <laughs> He See, but come that's, to me and tell me but that's you, but that's that he your, love and care about But that's all day. your own internal... Girl, he gay. <laughs> that's all your internalized stuff, though. You could just turn around and be like, babe, like, this belly has really gotten in the way. I haven't been feeling too good about me. Like, so, no, nah, that's why I've been tapping out of this. But You know what's going to happen? She'll start hate, she'll make it about her. No! Is it the meals I'm making? You're like, no, it's drink shit to do with you. <laughs> this is about me. Don't make it about you. <laughs> Like baby, but I that's the thing. I think y'all. I got anxiety. I worry you. You be like, no. I think that. I think that you have to be. But the only way that we're gonna break through this is just being transparent and literally walking in your truth. Y'all are. Y'all don't walk in your truth and then get mad when people don't understand when you start finding some finding a group of guys that you could bond with and then start walking in your truth and then we don't understand it. I've never heard this shit before. Where did you come up with this? I didn't know you felt this way about your body. Why didn't you say nothing about... Because if you asked me and really cared, I, maybe I would tell you. <laughs> That's why. Okay. If you and asked we, me and really cared, but and it you wasn't know a loaded question, and if I said something, it, it doesn't become an interrogation. If I tell you something, you take it, you I'll realize it, and then you come back and say, well, how can we fix it? Instead of me saying it, and then you automatically thinking... But what, why, what is wrong with me? But why like, do you no, think we do that though? Because everything is always. Women have been like women have been for the ages. We've time, been like, conditioned to be to a always, pleaser, yes. and so when something is wrong, so we're both wrong. Rather so both than have to sit it being about you, it's it's my my mother says this all the time. My mom will say stuff like. Um, What's wrong with what's wrong with so and so? You gotta make it right. It's like no. Yeah, or my mom will say stuff like even about like parenting. She'll be like, oh, when the child's acting up, that's on the mother, because society. Be, be, she she feels like, and I and I can see where she's coming from. When your child is acting up, they never ask like, where's their dad? Which we yeah, know this happens. They ask. They we talk about daddy issues, but like when mom when your son is being ridiculous they're like well what happened to his mom or he's being a mama's boy like it's it does come down to like what role is mom because mom is always going to be there for the most part dads have the option to leave so i think that (laughs) she's like i think i think the way that we view things is that everything essentially is built on us and falls on us and so when my man's not satisfied that's about me rather than if the shoe's on the other foot if we learn anything from Red Table Talk, when you're not happy on your own from whatever you're doing, because it doesn't matter if your spouse is perfect and they're supportive and they're all these things, when you don't have your own thing or fulfillment, then it's on you. But I think that, yeah, you're right. We're just, I don't think we're being transparent enough with each other. And I do hear you on, yeah, we do. I know for me, I do turn around sometimes and make things like, I start thinking like I, I, it's a process, and I feel like I've, 
I feel like for a good like number of years, I've been like, oh wait, none of this shit has anything to do with me. Exactly. Like, if you don't want to go out, I or if you, you don't do something, or if you don't fulfill your goal, I know what I'm bringing to the table. That's all on you. And so, so I, I don't take responsibility for grown to, men shit no more. But I think you've also come to the um, the understanding, and it's almost like it's uh, it's like heavenly of like. You hear something, mm-hmm. but then you think about it. You don't stew on it. You think about it. You don't internalize it. You think about it. Because yeah. internalizing it means that you're thinking about you. Yeah. And just think about the situation. Take yourself out of it. And don't say the first... Don't talk about it just right away. Yeah. Just think about it. Come <laughs> back a day. If it takes you a day later. You know what a man would absolutely love? If I tell you what I didn't like... And instead of having a like one or two hour argument, if you're just like, okay, I hear you. That's a tool. I hear you. That's a tool. That's a tool. I, I'll have an answer. Just give me. Let me think about that. And we and we'll be like, okay, okay. Wait. So I can. I can. Okay. Now I can tell you about something else. Because if I say something and then automatically becomes a two hour, I don't want to argue. Just fuck it. I'll just. I'll just. I won't say anything. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't feel like I don't feel like arguing. Yeah, I think that's like, wh- I th- why I think do I want to argue? I think you're bringing up a like genuine, helpful relationship tool. Yeah. Because again, I do think that as women, we because when you bring something to us, it's now about us. Yes. It's not about and I. But I feel like that's I feel like that's a two way street too. Like if I come, I feel like there are very like. You're very masculine. I need to support my family kind of man. And you come to him and you're like, babe, I'm not ha- like, I'm not happy. Not saying I'm not happy with you. I'm just not happy. Like, and I just want to express. I don't which, like, Where can I fix it? You're right. Like, that's no, what I'm saying. So listen, like, I listen. think, I think women always view men as like, I just want you to listen. And I think it's the same thing you're yeah, trying to say as well. That's because men are more likely to solutions and what can yes. you do to fix it and nobody's talking That's, about that and so and it's funny because guys will sit around and talk to each other and be like yo she came to me with xyz problem and i was like yo do this and then she wound up getting mad at me and i'm sitting there just like fuck you what are you coming to me but for because like I, you- I literally you told me what's going on i was like do this that that kill that shit but it sounds like you are literally asking for the same thing for your partner to listen to you with no reaction or to sit yes. and think about a reaction and then come back. I, I think, think you're I think, all yeah. speaking and the think, same language. But I think it's different scenarios of how it happens. So like a woman can come to you and share her emotions about um, about a situation and I mean it will share their emotions. And for a guy, it's like how can I fix it? And a woman is like, well, I don't need you to fix it. I need you to listen. I just need you to be present. Whereas a guy is not going to go to a woman about their emotions, but what a guy will do is, if I come to you about a situation, I don't want you to listen. I want you to tell me what you think about it, <laughs> and then we can move forward. And a woman is like the exact opposite. Like, here's a situation. I'm like, oh, you should do X, Y, Z, and it's like, I didn't come for you. I didn't come to you for that. You're like, well, why did you tell me your? Because in my mind, in my man mind, and I'm saying it's right. It's just like, oh, problem solution move on and it's like no sometimes i just want to stew on that shit 
Sometimes I just want to be mad. I feel like I want you to listen to me. But y'all still in different that's ways. Y'all be like, I'm going to play. I'm going to go play basketball for two hours. Yeah, maybe you should go and do that. I like. Go do that. Or you could talk about. That's the thing. Yeah. Y'all ain't doing enough talking. We're doing we're doing too, too much. much processing. Yes, way too much. Processing. We're doing too much processing and internalizing your shit rather and we're going than being out, like doing something like recreation. Yeah, and, and we could and just we ask like two hours later, like, hey, and what's do, up? <laughs> and I do feel like there's a conversation to be had around like, do you still feel attracted to me? Like, but to me, that's a whole different like that's. That's like top tier level because you're actually trying to make yourself vulnerable because you need to listen. If your spouse or your partner is like, actually like you don't do the things you used to do or you don't do the things that make me feel special. Like you got to be able to be like, oh damn shit. If that's your, if that's the way you actually feel about it, even if I might disagree or other factors are getting in the way or life is getting in the way, you, you need to be able to make yourself vulnerable enough. And I don't feel like there's enough in all of these situations that we just talked about. There isn't enough vulnerability. Maybe Tamar's friend, because Tamar's claiming is not her. Maybe Tamar's friend is really internalizing. Like I don't, he doesn't look at me the same anymore. Yeah. He doesn't hold me the same anymore when y'all just be like grabbing butts while we're cooking dinner like you don't do that no more what's going on and it does take some vulnerability and respecting you as the queen you are it takes vulnerability it takes conversation and it takes both people being open to listening and sharing to straight up be like no i don't know what you're talking about i'm so attracted to you i've just been having like a really stressful time at work or like the grief I'm experiencing or or, or whatever. you're right. I need to start showing you those again. I've, oh, I've been messing straight, up. Straight up. Right. Sometimes you just, you, you Sometimes fall Sometimes you just need to yeah. put it on front street. All right, let me go ahead. Let, let me reset the clock. Let me start doing that again. I was doing it because I I wanted to do it. I didn't know that me doing that made you feel like you were wanted. Because sometimes me just squeezing my wife's butt is just, I want to squeeze it. <laughs> And it's like, and that's, no, but like, that's very selfish because she she may really like that. And when you stop doing it because you're like, I don't want to do it anymore. No, you can't just start squeezing the butt because you like it and all of a sudden you stop. And so, no, but then the question becomes, why do you, why, why do you not like it no more? That's, oh yeah, you cheating? It's like, no. No, no, no. No, maybe I just stop, I just stop liking it. And like. Why? Oh my God, there's no why. I just See, this is where you see. Mm, this see? is where y'all mess up. And that's, and that's this is where y'all mess up. This you, is where y'all mess up. You want an answer, and it's like I just no, I just stop doing it. No, that's dumb as shit. Don't do that. That's not, so dumb. That's not. If your aunt, okay, when I said vulnerability, I really want an explanation, not to be like I just don't like it anymore. What? Yeah, I just don't like it anymore. Why? Why were you? Why did you like it before? That oh, means something has it's shifted. And so, what made it funny before? Fun. Not what funny. made it fun before? I just thought it was fun. So I had a fat butt back then. You trying to say I don't have a fat butt no more? And that's exactly how you're gonna argue because I ain't say nothing about your butt being fat or small. You started it. You see, this is see. No. Destroy them, ladies. Nope. Destroy them nope. because they don't know how to commune. Nope. Never. You know what? Nope. Scratch this. Let me edit this whole shit out. I'm gonna anyway. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna take this whole shit out. Speaking of butts. You just, <laughs> and vagina. Let's see. Let's see this transition right here because let's um, talk about uh, Mr. Clifford. Not smooth. T.I.P. Harris. No, I'm still stuck on your not being fun no more. I yeah. Squeeze my wife's butt, so I ain't got that problem right now. So I'm still fun. 
You see how you you see how you did that? Yeah. See y'all you see how y'all bring up hypotheticals and then you're like, no, it doesn't apply to me. No, it doesn't. I hate y'all. That's what Tamar did. You know what, ladies? Scratch this whole part out. This is dumb as shit. Mm, anyways. Anyway. Let's talk about tip. What would you <laughs> Do you want Grand to... Hyman Records? Do you... <laughs> would you like for me to yeah, use ahead. my journalism voice yes. again? Let's hear it. Do, um... do, do, do. Vanessa Jafar coming live from Grand Hyman Broadcasting System. So according to T.I., a rapper from Atlanta, Georgia, um, known for hits like What You Know About That, What You Know About That, What You Know About That, What You Know About... You said rubber band... Rubber band, man. Wild as a Taliban. Wild as a Taliban. Not so, in the right. <laughs> on the other hand. So T.I. Tip Clifford Harris um, was in a controversy that started last week after the three-time Grammy winner aired sensitive information from his daughter's gynecological visits on November on a November fifth episode of the Ladies Like Us podcast. Quote, Clifford mm-hmm. says, I will say as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. He said at the time, not only have we had the conversation about sex, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. T.I. added that he arranges a gynecology appointment for Deja every year after her birthday. Quote, When the doctors say, well, I just want you to know that there are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken, like riding, athletics, horseback riding, and other forms of athletic physical activity, I say, look, doc. This is my T.I. voice. She don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please, and give me my results expeditiously, he said on the podcast. He also explained that his expectations for his children are gender-based. Quote, I definitely feel different about a boy than about a girl, he said. That's just God's honest truth. I think there's, I don't think there's any father out there who'll tell you any different. The rapper also has sons Messiah, 19, Domani, 18, with ex LaShawn Dixon. And he and Tiny are parents of sons King, 15, Major 11, and daughter Eris. Three. Aris Harris is her name, by the way. Just putting it out there. I am not done <clears throat> my journalism section. Mm-hmm. And I'm done. <laughs> so, your thoughts, because... Alright, first of all... I'm gonna... That nigga trash. Well... That's it. That's all I got. We... Oh, that's... Okay. That's it. We're getting we're getting to late in the night and no, Paris I just, is like I mean, I'd rather talk about more other like just whatever, shut up to you. Like that's that's super stupid. Um your thirteen year old could go and hump something and you're like, Oh good job, son. But like your eighteen year old daughter is out here and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna check her hymen. It's like What? And uh, recently, know, she has unfollowed him, mm-hmm. and she was liking uh, comments where people were talking about it, and it kind of made me sad—not sad, but just like, like just wonder, like, what the hell? What's wrong with people? People were like, "Well, that's between them two, 
and obviously Shane had a problem with it. And I was like, no, you don't realize that one, uh, one, she couldn't have known any better. Because if my father goes with me every year, even if I feel some type of way, it's my father. I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to piss him off. Uh, you don't know if there's money tied to it as well. Um, there's so many factors that where he has control in this relationship mm. that you can't just put it on. Come on, somebody. She's okay with it. She can think of all the times your mom did some bullshit and you had to grow up with it. And what was the first thing you said? I cannot wait till I'm grown and I'll leave this damn house. But until the fact that you were grown and you could leave that house, you had to put up with that shit. And that's what she was doing. So like people who are saying, oh, well, she must like it because she never said anything. It's stupid. (laughs) And you're stupid for thinking that. And there's no other way to put it. Leave that girl's vagina alone. If she wants to go and have sex, she's going to go do it. And the way that you're treating her, once she gets out there and she's actually free, she doesn't have the education because it sounds like you're not even giving that to her. You're not doing any of this stuff. So when she gets out there and she's acting, quote unquote, what you think is wild, you can't blame anybody but yourself because you treated her like you've had a fucking chastity belt on her since she was 12 years old. And it's like, whatever, T.I., go about your business. I still like your raps, though. No. Yeah. I ch- I changed the channel on those raps. <laughs> you you know you know you know I like to be just like very cancel him <laughs> next. <laughs> what you know what next? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Who are you? I no. You know I had to breathe on this one because when I saw it, here here's here's. <laughs> So one, shout out to all the people who literally tagged me on Instagram and was like, where is Vanessa today? <laughs> Sis, listen, I was having a full work day. I didn't have time to, because when I write these posts, you know, I got it. Like I got, uh, shout out to the people who like sit in their car after doing something strenuous, whether that's grocery shopping or teaching or to getting off the phone and just sitting in your car for that good solid 10 to 15 minutes and just solitude, just scrolling and not doing anything else. That's what I do when I'm like, after, like, if especially if something's hitting like at the beginning of the day, I don't have time to gather my thoughts. So sometimes you're going to get some responses late for me. But shout out to those who were like, <laughs> Vagisim is missing in the action. Where are you? What are these thoughts? So. You know, you know they had to come pick up my dead body off the floor because I was <laughs> just about shocked. Um, not shocked that T.I. would do such a thing. I'm more so shocked that T.I. had the audacity. And I don't even know if I'm shocked about that. T.I. is stupid. He is ignorant. He's a misogynist. He doesn't care about women. He doesn't care about his daughters. Um, He actually hates them from the way that he treats his own wife, who he's supposed to be uplifting to show what a healthy relationship is for his daughters, for his sons, so they don't go out and act the fool that he's been acting and embarrassing his wife the way that he's been all of the years of of, um, their marriage. So to say that... I mean, I've been, 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 been said that virginity is a myth. Virginity is a social (laughs) construct. Yes. I teach your fifth grader and I tell them that as well. I don't hold back on that. I don't sugarcoat that. 
And when I say fifth grader, I actually mean that because when I'm teaching fifth graders and they ask me about cherries popping, when they ask me about, ooh, she dirty, she a thot because she had sex and she lost her virginity, I have to sit there and correct your children who are already shaming each other at 10 years old about something that doesn't literally even matter, something that doesn't have any medical significance, and something that people are literally, even little girls and boys are holding against each other so that they can shame each other for not being sexual or being too sexual or being promiscuous or whatever labels that you want to assign to having or not having a hymen. So there's that. It's a myth. It doesn't exist. It's dumb. Second thing, I don't think we understand what the hymen is. Um, and I, no, no, because I'm going to say all the points at one time. I listed them off. Hymen. <laughs> hymen is a, is a very thin tissue membrane yes. that a lot of you all think it is the pussy purity seal like it is it is just it is just like, oh, the, like the wrapping it is like, just like the wrapping when you buy the cologne perfume like that, that like wrapping that you have to like tear off you can never get it back or, in the same or that like you know when you make that like <coughs> bomb ass when you go to that which we're gonna have in a few a few weeks at thanksgiving and that person makes that bomb ass just and they put that plastic wrap on there but they put it so tight and then you like put your finger in it and just like breaks it. I think that's what y'all think the hymen is. And that is not what it looks like for a large majority of people. Then what is it, Vanessa? So the large majority of people, the hymen, like I said, is a thin tissue membrane that if you think about the vagina, and I wish this was a video, because if you think about the vagina and I'm holding my finger up like a circle, the hymen does not fully cover the whole entire circle. Oh, so it's because, like when your grandmother put give you that Thanksgiving plate and it's not enough like aluminum foil and you got that one corner <laughs> and you'd be real messed you'd be real mad, like that's gonna dry my shit out. So sort of, but there's more room. So okay. the thing is is that a lot of people think it is a full entire covering. When you have sex for the first time, it just like smashes through that covering and then <laughs> boom, your hole is open. Y'all, that is I don't want to. I don't want to say that's the dumb way to think about it because a lot of us have indoc- have been indoctrinated. So I'm going to hold back my judgment. It is the wrong way to think about it because a lot of people have their first period before they have their first sex. If you have your first period, period blood comes out of the vaginal opening, comes out of the vagina. How is that supposed to be happening when you got the pussy purity seal blocking the vagina? So therefore, the anatomy of what we're thinking a hymen is doesn't even fully make sense because where would this period blood come out of? There we are. Two. Tears. The hymen it kind of drapes, it looks different for everybody. Some people are not born with one. Some people, it kind of drapes around, I'm still making a circle, it kind of like drapes around the side of the circle. It kind of, some, for some people, it kind of just like hangs out at the bottom like a little piece of tissue. For some people, they will have sex for years, for 40 years, and that hymen is still sitting there because that is just the way that their hymen is and it's just like moving out the way for the dick. Just like moving out the way for, hey, what? Okay. Come on in. Come on, okay. Right, that's exactly what it is. I'm just gonna semi, semi shut the door. It's cold in here. (laughs) Right, and then you have a very small percentage of people where you do have a hymen that does block the opening of the vagina. That happens in like less than 1% of people. 
in that in those numbers of people, your doctor will open it for you. Your doctor will make an incision, and that is how we will go about our business. But that is not very common at all. So, and you yeah. should also probably talk about how there are women in countries around this world that are being Come killed. On, somebody, because the doctor will go in, Come on, and check to see if their hymen is intact, and if they're not, and they're not married, they're killed. So I think <laughs> so, T.I. should do just a little more. Like everyone should just look into it a little more before you just go out on a limb and yes. just like. And one, what if she is fucking? But I think Who that's cares? I think that's that's the financial issue that the, you're talking exactly. about. Exactly, because I think there's some type of financial thing. Right, tied because to if it. she's not, because say that she is having sex, what you gonna do? Kick her out? Well, she probably would because he seems like that type. What you gonna do? Whoop her ass? Like, what exactly is the consequence? And this is why I think what you're talking about the cultural presence of the hymen or virginity test is very harmful. The thought of tying someone's intact hymen to their parental engagement is wrong. I saw a lot of y'all in the comments. People was coming at me. Somebody was, somebody had time. And guess what I don't do? I don't argue on the internet. So you know when that person, when that person was like, we should have more fathers involved in their, in their daughter's virginity. Should we? Because it's creepy. It is Weird. I don't know why you're so obsessed with my coochie. I don't know why you're not more obsessed with teaching me how a man is supposed to act. I don't know why you're not involved in teaching your sons how to act. I don't know why you're not equipping equipping me with the tools that are needed in order to have safe, healthy, sexual and non-sexual relationships. Because the root of a lot of a lot of things, especially when it comes to having sex, is self-esteem, self-awareness, emotional intelligence, all of that stuff. Knowing how your body functions and works, being able to have a conversation with somebody, advocating for yourself. These are all non-sexual skills that you actually have to have in order to just have partnership and relationship. And I wish people, that's what I told these folks who were, who had time. I was like, I don't, we're not, we're, we're not ever going to see it right here because none of this none of this shit matters and to what you're talking about virginity tests are actually still going on um it is considered by the world health organization and un un human rights um that it is a practice that must end because it is painful humiliating and traumatic and it is constituted as violence against women there is something called a two-finger test where it's so scientific by the way. where um testers who are absolutely not doctors but older women they insert two fingers which we've seen in american pop culture i think it was a dorothy hi dorothy dandridge story i believe i don't know if you see oh God, no. where like was Halle Berry? i think that was one and like there's a scene at the beginning where like there's a woman in the house i think it's her mom like sticks her fingers way into her vagina she breaks it. yo she probably breaks it uh, see <laughs> so they insert a finger into the female's vagina to check for the level of vaginal laxity so now you even have like the loose the loose pussy, like... Oh, so, wait, so, if you, it, like, so if it's, like, right here, like, nah, she virgin. So it's, like... But if it's, like, right here... So I guess it's, like, if it doesn't feel tight in there, if it's, like, you're, you got a relaxed-ass pussy, then it's, like, mm, you've been having penis in there. 
And my, and my thing is, if you're doing all that, more than likely you're not allowing your child to leave out the house, too. So, like, it's an oxymoron. And oh, then, too, gosh. when T.I., when, it looks like Deja's a lot stronger than, you know, than what he treats her. What if she gets, what if, what if she is in a relationship with man, woman, queer, whoever? Yeah. And that person's very, um... Very aggressive and they're very domineering. And then he's sitting there like, All the oh, skills. What the hell that happened? All the She's skills. She's been indoctrinated by you, you asshole. But it's all the skills life. that are How that's about stepmom needed. takes her there? How about mom takes her there? And everyone's like, Where's the mother? Once again, if money is involved. Mm. She's 18 now, so mama can come out and talk shit if she wants. <laughs> she not getting that child support no more. But before, it's all about a money thing. So if he's saying, I'm taking her to go to the doctor, she's like, oh, maybe he is just being an involved father. I like that. No one's talking about the fact that he's paying yeah, or he's creepy. making sure the doctor is doing uh, like a fucking hymen. What doctor is this? I want to. What doctor is like, hey, man, yeah, man, let, let's do this. Like, there should be a doctor pull him aside like, and be like, hey, um, I'm going to talk to your daughter privately, and I'm going to ask your daughter, one-on-one, with you not in the room, because I don't need to be on VH1, with your bullshit ass, well, actually, it's, it's, it's a good show. weird, yeah. Um, I don't need to be on your show, so I'm going to take her and pull her to the side and talk about it and see if that's something you want to share with your father. Like, I've, there have been women that are 14, 15, 16 <clears> who say <throat> that their mother won't even go in a room with them after a while because they don't want their mom to go in there with them. You bring up all the... La- you really trying to have us here for the next three hours because there's layers here. <laughs> I'm going to address that in two seconds. But the two-finger test um, existed in Bangladesh, Pakistan, and India before it was banned. Um, and this is how they okay. used to assess... Banned you- where? In Bangladesh, Pakistan, and India. Yes, but that is in Mumbai. That is in like, yeah. Those but this are in is the how major cities. But if you go to the countryside, oh yeah, that shit is still oh, yeah. going on. If and this is how sport. they used to see if you were actually raped. So imagine that there's that. This is so whole time do slinging a two inch. We're penis. talking about they even touching nothing. We're, we're like nah. We're talking about raped. this for the folks who are listening because. Virginity tests and and conversations like this have bigger imp- like actual harmful implications for women around the world. So like it's not just Ti running his mouth or showing that he's involved. Um, in in South Africa, um, we have the suturing of the labia majora. Those are the yes. big lips that you see, um, and that has been done. Um, that has been done uh, before puberty so that when they marry you off to an adult man, they can unsuture you to prove that you were actually a virgin. Um, and there is a, a procedure called hymenoplasty where a doctor, I put that in quotes, will repair, repair or replace a torn hymen to pass a virginity test. Look at so unnecessary medical procedures. So wait, who's taking it? Like the father's like, oh no, I gotta take you there to make sure that so and so will marry you. This shit is so. It's. But like you're doing all this just to give her trash sex for the rest of her life. Like, I just I don't understand. It's. <laughs> 
But it just shows you how much we do not care about women's sexuality. We don't care about their pleasure. For you to suture me, but there's no other equivalent for a man or a boy. Like, what is the what is the virginity test for a man or a boy? You put like the dick lock thing on there. <laughs> Like there's none of it this. Gives a key to the priest. So again, men are able to have free reign of their sexual desires. Well, how about this? How about this? So they're royal. Oats. One, one plus one is two. So if your fifteen year old son, we don't care, is not a virgin, not the same. More than likely, he's going to be sleeping with a fifteen year old girl. Not so, the girl takes responsibility for that, which is wild. The girl. Absolutely this is the girl's fault. You wild. shouldn't have had your loose ass coochie around my son, luring him in to destroy him. You dumbass bitch is Delilah basically. <laughs> so we have we have a medical community. We we have the traditional. We have traditional communities who are just taking amongst themselves and their uh, leaders to do this. But we also, when we think about the context of the United States, and we think about T.I. specifically, the HIPAA. Hip, what is happening here? And like somebody else was like, well, this happened to me, and it is within the parent's right. It depends on the state that you're in, and it's not ever the parent's right to know if you're a virgin because there's no such thing. But in the state of Maryland, any minor... Can receive medical can can receive sexual health and reproductive health care services without parental consent. You know what's wild though? The doctor could be just lying to you the entire time. Which day. you know what I'm saying? It could I just, just be like that. I the doctor and, be like, hey man, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Go do your they probably and I hope that's actually like I thought about that and I was like, man, I really hope the doctor's just like yeah, go ahead. Fine. And just pay, yep, go ahead and pay me that money. Clifford, it's intact. It's, oh, she's doing good this year, again and again yeah, and man. again. Great, great hustle, man. You're like, okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. So, so wait, wait. Time <laughs> is intact. Now what? Like, what is the rest of the day now? She gets to go shopping and get whatever she wants. But, like, yeah. I think it's T.S. sitting around, like, pacing around the waiting room, like, if he's, not, if he's not sitting, if he's not sitting, if he's not, if he's not being a complete creep and not sitting in the damn room with her, because who the hell knows? I'm so good with that. Who the hell knows? Like this is a violation, and that's the thing. Some, a couple other people are like, um, she just became an adult. If that is your child, your child, your children still deserve autonomy, y'all. Well, this like, is toxic as, and this will become a whole nother hour conversation, so I don't want to go that deep into it. But not, I, I, I can only speak for um, the black experience. Parents not allowing your child to have their own personal space, oof. their own personal this. I am your mom. I am your dad. I control your life. You don't. You no. guide my life. Yeah. I have control over it. And you You'll help me out technically when I... have to support me. Yes, no matter what. Do all my decisions. You trying to talk I'm about like, finances. Unless I'm literally trying to like hurt myself. You're you're sitting there like helicoptering over to make sure I'm fine. I don't need you to make me and tell me to do anything because that just raises another generation of toxic ass parenting. And then two when I get out the house, I am going to wow the fuck out because now I have freedom. So all the things you told me were bad, you know what I'm going to do? 
I'm gonna try it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that I think that we don't allow um, our children to have to have personal space and boundaries, and so things like this happen. You are not in control of your child's sexuality, but you but you are responsible for teaching them about having healthy boundaries, having healthy sexuality. And I mean, I I feel like I it this hit me. But I'm also a little desensitized to it because I train parents all the time. And the number one thing when I teach parents about like Maryland state law and different law, because I, I, I know Maryland state law, I know DC and Philly law, they're, you know, pretty much hovering around the same types of things. And when I tell them that without a doubt, half of the room will just have a meltdown. Oh, so y'all just out here, just letting the kids do whatever. Ma'am, when you were out here busting it wide open, who did you tell? Exactly. Who did you go to? What did you go to your mom? Like, and none of them could ever, without a doubt, none of them could ever answer. Every time I asked that, I was like, so who did you go to when you started having sex? Nobody. Who did you get permission? Because it's always like, oh, y'all just be letting them do it. Um, they need our permission first. Let me get this right. So when hey, Ma, you started, can I go and have sex with the girl down the street? No. What are you? I'm gonna do it anyway. There's, there's this double standard. This like a uh, this this um this illusion that they were so much better. unless that um <laughs> I, I'm going to not not explain anything to my child. Set all these ridiculous boundaries, not let them have any autonomy, and then they're still going to feel comfortable enough to come to me when they start feeling feelings that are perfectly normal and fine. Yeah. And then we're going to suddenly and miraculously have a healthy relationship from them where they're going yeah. to just open themselves to me and just, just, I can read them like a book. Yeah. Not going to happen. Why and not? I'm tired. I'm just. I that am. Makes perfect I am sense. so tired. I am. I am. I'm over. I'm just so over. I'm <laughs> over it because it's like you are really. You're not doing any introspective work, and rather than like listen to the tools that I'm giving you, so that you can go home and start this thing afresh, start this thing fresh, start this thing anew, and be like, all right, let me try and implement some of these skills to start having a conversation with my child. You stuck on what a law that has been written says, so that your child. When they don't have this relationship, because when so one parent said that, and I was like, that's funny, because why are y'all all sitting here? Parents ain't being parents. We know this. We know that there are parents that are not actually parenting their children. So what are those children who are responsible enough to do? Are they just not going to have access to condoms? Are they not going to have a trusted adult to go talk to who can actually support them in making a healthy decision or, or what? Yes, we want everyone to be involved, but we know that there are so many people who are not involved. We know so many damn terrible ass parents. We know so many parents that don't have the tools, who have good intentions, but don't have the tools to be able to support their children in life. Like, let alone sex. So no sex. condoms, just... Because you're giving condoms, it's a feat. You're like, uh, you know, having a child at 13, that, that may not be defeat. I told my mom but I was I having t- sex but- at 13 and... No, you didn't. Exactly. Stop. Like, I'm. And if you I'm, did, that means you were bringing money and home. For those, and for those that do have those types of relationships, that's so amazing. And we know that they exist and they can exist. And so we need to stop doing shit like this. And I, and I saw somebody on social media write something like, 
T.I. did the extreme, but let's not act like your mother wasn't just standing behind the door when she dropped you off at your pediatrician's office, trying to get in the door, wondering why they got to leave the room at that time. This is the same type of shit. They're not asking about your virginity, but they want to know exactly what the hell's going on. Like, and so... The, the, those actions, the raising of boys and girls differently and separately and giving one rules and giving one standards and the other one doesn't have any standards. Like this is where we're just evolving down this path and I'm, I'm dead. I'm done. I can't. Um, I do think it's (laughs) just to bring on a lighter note. I do remember like the first time my father had to leave the room. And the lady was like, are you having sex? And I was like, no. She's like, do you want condoms? I'm like, trick question. <laughs> trick question. Trick question. Yes. No. You, gotta keep the, you gotta keep it going. No. You better take them damn condoms. Oh, shit. Catch me. I am married. You giving out free condoms? I'm blessing my homeboys. Yes, I want those. Sir, you're married. Give me the damn condoms. Everybody. Condoms for hey, everybody. I got the, exactly. Yo, I got the condoms. You got the condoms again? I got the condoms. Yeah, I'm just saying, you like. You should probably go to your doctor, too, and get some. Like, do not tie this. They're free. Do not tie all the commenters in Shade Room. Do not tie being an act. This is not how you're an active dad. You worrying about my coochie is not being an active dad. Now, you worrying about my coochie health. Hey, I just want to take you to the doctor because I know it's about that time. Just want to make sure you're okay. Different than you better not be opening that coochie to anybody. And I need to know exactly what's happening with that coochie. Parental control versus parental involvement. Guys, there is, there is so different. Yo, so many people. And that just shows you just the role of fathers and people, how people see fathers because them comments in the shade room was just like, see, I wish that I had a dad that cared about. Okay. Daddy issue. D- Delilah. <laughs> if relax. If y'all do not. Just because you have a abusive. dad. It, exactly. It is abusive. <laughs> that it's just not okay. And then the further, like Paris is saying, the further control of controlling finances, where you can go to be 18 and go on, on the family vacation to Jamaica. Like that's not just, or going to Cabo with your friends, that's not because Deja hasn't done anything but BTI's daughter. So where do you think this financial backing is coming from? Exactly. And what do I need to do in order to appease my parents? There's plenty of us right now who's listening to this podcast 40 goddamn years old and still doing things that we don't want to do to appease our parents. Exactly. So let's not act like Try a 17, 18-year-old child can't do the same thing and can feel like she's letting someone down if she strays from quote unquote the path. So I'm done. I have nothing more. I'm tired of talking about this shit. T.I. is trash. We really need to go get some healing, y'all. If you think that's parental involvement, it is not. I need T.I. to like. You'd be so happy. Parental involvement is. Parental like, involvement is T.I. actually like, like well, being... Well, at least the daddy there. It's like, no. <laughs> no, I don't need the body. No. I need T.I. to actually count. be a husband like, and not cheat on his wife with the girl from... Uh, ah, is that the girl from Greenleaf? Allegedly. This, like, that was a chick from Greenleaf. Yeah, and then he we, showed up with a Maserati the next day yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you don't want to go down that road with me again. No, no, yeah. and we're done. Exactly. No, 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 I'm gonna go down that path with not. you. He's still dead ass wrong. No, I'm not. If I'm cheating in the in the privacy of my own room and somebody is recording, that's sucker shit. But here's the, this is 
Sorry. No. You're not going to be able to convince me, Vanessa. No, no, no. No. First of all, if I'm cheating on my wife and I'm and I'm trying to do it, I can't it in believe private, you tell me this with a straight somebody, face. If somebody puts a camera through the window, you whack for that. Do like, you understand? I'm trying to be respectful about you, my cheating. Do you understand that that's more damaging to Deja than oh for sure? I'm not you, talking about that. I'm just talking about the act of somebody recording it. I'm talking about Ti. Mentalize that situation. And I'm talking about <laughs> Ti trying to be prim and proper and like show I'm the best dad alive with this, but like you can't be the best dad alive when exactly. like you got all your shit being blasted twenty four seven about the way that you treat your wife and the way that you're literally talking about your daughter's coochie for the whole world to know. So man, I go there with other girls' vaginas all the time, but oh, my daughters, you're like okay, so ridiculous, expeditiously. <laughs> And with on that note, we are done. Good night. Bye.